My guest on All Business today is an educator, speaker, businessman, and author, Mr. Stedman Graham. Now, Stedman has authored 11 books, and two of those have been New York Times bestseller. His lifelong commitment to education has led him to teach everyone from world leaders to small business owners how to develop personal identity and why it's so important in business today. He joins me to talk about success. Can everyone attain it? Please welcome Stedman Graham. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Hey, Stedman, first question I've got to ask, how would you describe your group of work? Well, I describe it, it's really leadership, moving followers to leaders, teaching people how to develop an identity for themselves as a foundation for leadership, which is why we call uh, my leadership approach identity leadership, based on the philosophy that you can't lead anybody else until you can first lead yourself. So it's all about self-mastery, self-empowerment, self-development. And there's a process for that that most people don't have because most people are doing the same thing over and over every single day. Uh, So they get stuck in robotics. We're in an educational system that teaches you how to memorize and take tests, repeat the information back and label with a grade. And two weeks later, you forget the information. So you pretty much are lost when it comes to developing yourself. That used to work in the manufacturing era where we told people what to do every single day. We gave them widgets to build and pretty much they were on the assembly line and they were involved in manufacturing and did the same thing over and over all day long. And they could go home and, you know, live in a nice community and didn't have to think very much, didn't have to be self-starters. That has changed. The 21st century says you have to be a self-directed learner. You have to basically know who you are because you have to have a skill set and a support system that focuses on uh, your value and what you bring to the table. Uh, Just graduating from college today does not qualify you for a job anymore for the most part. Uh, And so you have to be very focused around who you are, which is why identity leadership is so important in order for you to again, serve others, you first have to be qualified to serve yourself. You have to have good habits. You have to have good self-discipline. You have to have a growth mindset. And you got to be able to take information, education, and make it relevant to who you are, transfer it to your mind so that you are a thinking human being and be able to transfer it to, to the global marketplace so you can create and shape your own future and be innovative and creative and develop a process of continuous improvement every day. You know, I, I was struck by it because one, you've, you know, you've written 11 books. I looked at a lot of your things. A lot of the stuff is aimed at, at youth. But I was sitting here thinking, well, it's not just youth. It's, it's everybody. It's all adults. And so what you teach for the youth can apply to any adult, correct? Well, youth are going to become adults. Uh-huh. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to prepare them, Jeff, uh, for the 21st century early. And the way you do that is you get them to learn how to apply the education that they they learn early on to what they really want to do. If they can find that out early, if you can get that at 13 or 14 years of age, 
you have a much stronger chance to become a more effective and meaningful leader, which again is what the 21st century is asking for. You know, what do you do well? What's your passion? What's your purpose? What's your skill sets? Uh, and then how do you build value around that? So, you know, so I try to, um, we're in the schools, of course, so we train teachers, parents, and students uh, in identity leadership. Uh, and so it's relevant at all, really all ages. Did we lose a generation or two here through this, the whole way in which we taught people for a long, long time, and you, you did refer to it in terms of the memorization, stuff like that. And there's a lot of that stuff I remember that we did, and I'm going like, what did we learn that for, as opposed to just teaching people to think? Well, it, it's a combination of all of it. School is very valuable. School, uh, you know, the fact that in the United States, we can go to school free, and, you know, we have access to so much knowledge and information and education. That's great. Uh, what school has missed is that they don't prepare you for the 21st century because now we have this technology. Uh, we have this competition in the global market now, talking to people all over the world. And so we're not trained or prepared to actually do that. And so we're still focusing on the old paradigm, which is to get a degree, you know, graduate, and now go out and get a job. Well, there's not that many jobs for you because we don't know what you do. So unless you are prepared and you have some kind of self-directed learning process for yourself or you have good parents who tell you, well, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to study. This is what you need to do is be able to have cognitive thinking and, and learn how to take that information and apply it to something that's going to get you a good job and make you some money and build you some value. And that's not the conversation today. We're starting to, to kind of may open that dialogue up a little bit, but uh, we're still stuck in the traditional system. You can graduate from Harvard and Stanford and come out and can't find a job. Well, and, and not be that good, quite frankly. And not be I've that hard, good. Yeah, I've hired a lot of Harvard MBAs, and some of those people, quite frankly, just didn't make sense. It's like they, they had book learning, but they had no practical knowledge of being able to give me something I really needed. And it's kind of criminal in a way because you got these smart students and these young people are really smart today. And so you're trying to get them to say, you know, okay, what do you, what's your focus? And focus is critical today because everything's about focus and everything's about detail because, you know, you're in with, with this technology, it's a left brain uh, operation. So right brain is creative. You can come up with the idea, but you got to be able to execute. Well, I tell you what, I want to get into your nine steps because that's one of the things that I really enjoyed reading about and understanding because it fits in with my philosophy. But I want to talk about how it applies more for the folks today. But I got to take a break. Kind of speaking of steps, I want to talk about uh, the steps towards me having more caffeine every single day, which is important for me. Did you know that more than 10,000 Dunkin' Donut restaurants across 38 states and 32 countries, you're never too far from Dunkin' Donuts. That's a relief because I need my Dunkin' every single day. I'm traveling all across. Stedman, do you drink coffee? No. You're not a coffee drinker at all? You drink no, what, a you, tea drinker. A tea yeah, drinker. Tea? Yeah, tea. I like tea. I like an English breakfast tea. I was with some yeah. British guys this morning, and we had some proper tea, as they said. Proper tea. That was. I, I like tea. My, my mother used to serve me tea when I was a kid. What did, what did your mom do for you that was special in the mornings? Man, she cooks eggs and grits. Oh, grits. Oh, yeah. uh, man, it was so good. My mom used to make uh, uh, sausage and biscuits. Wow. 
And maybe that's why I'm as big as I am. Of course, you're bigger than me. You're taller than me. I'm I'm wider than you. You're doing you're... pretty good. You do a great job. Please. Hey, I want to get into the nine steps because I absolutely adore these. I mean, I think they're really hot. And the first one, and I think it's probably your first step. I don't know if they go in order, but at least the one I saw was check your ID. Can you talk about that? I, I really like this one. Well, this is the foundation for growth and development. This actually defines you. It teaches you how to define you as opposed to someone else defining you by your, you know, background, where you came from, your gender, your race, your religion. This allows you to really have a purpose in life. And it has, you know, it really is the foundation for organization and thinking and developing. So without that, you're pretty much lost. I mean, you know, and how many people are lost? You probably have about 7 billion people in the world who are just followers and looking for the outside world to actually give them something special. And it's never they're going to be on the outside. If you're looking for freedom on the outside, you'll never find it. Freedom is always on the inside. So you have to first develop that around the most powerful word in the world, which is love. Mm-hmm. So love is the passion. Love is the skill base. Love is represents talents and abilities. You know, love is what you can do, not what you can't do. Love is positive as opposed to being negative. So what we what ask people to do is kind of organize their life around everything that they love and they care about. You know, imagine what you can create and, and, and develop in the global marketplace today based on your passion, based on all the things you want to achieve in your life. Uh, and, and, and based on your natural abilities, those things that you really, really want to do that make you happy. That's that's identity. Yeah, it, I remember that movie. I can't remember. Jason, Gal, I can't ever say his name. Galafinas, whatever. I can't, He's got a, some weird name I can't figure out. It's not weird to him. It's weird for me to say. But he, remember that movie? He, was, he said that you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And, and, and to me, that's a little bit of this. But you, you hear so many people today talk about being their own brand and that's what you're talking about here being you right well not even branding you know uh, really you you have to have an identity you have to know who you are uh, in order to even be branded so I mean I, I wrote a book on branding build your own life brand mm-hmm. but that's fine but you got to have the internal piece to be able to do that so a lot of folks uh, you know regardless of whether you're a manager or you're in corporate America or you're even a CEO leading a company if you don't know who you are you're pretty much uh, you know uh you know, trying to make it happen and trying to wing it a lot of times as opposed to being sure, as opposed to developing some clear clarity around what you should be doing and how you should spend your time. You know, everyone is equal because everybody has 24 hours. The question is, what do you do with your 24 hours? So it really depends on your habits and your skills and your process for improvement and organizing knowledge and information. So in my own personal life, when I discovered, okay, man, you mean you could actually take information and education, Jeff, and apply it to who you are as a person based on your passion, based on your purpose and what you love. And you can actually be real and authentic. And and you can actually be a thinking human being. I mean, I, 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 I read one book in high school. I've written 11 books. What was it? What was the difference? What was the transformation? I discovered the power of information and how to apply that information to my own personal and professional development. And so my life changed. So now I'm a reader. I'm a learner. 
I'm an uh, uh, innovator. I'm a creator. I co-create with the world. And I utilize technology as a way to empower myself so that I become a self-directed learner a lifelong learner, and I develop a process of continu- continuous improvement every day based on opportunity. Success is when preparation meets opportunity. So we're preparing ourselves for the opportunity. The opportunity is we live in the greatest country in the world, which is America. The opportunity is now we have technology that reaches people all over the world. So how do you now empower yourself based on reversing the process of just not going to school, getting a degree, and now looking for somebody else to take over your life, what you're doing is you're now taking control of your learning, your development, your foundational uh, purpose in life, your authenticity, and everywhere you go, it's an experience for you to improve your life. So you're developing a process of, of, of continuous development for yourself. It starts with yourself. It's self-mastery. It's self-empowerment. It's self-efficacy. It's self-discipline. It's self-management. You can't lead anybody else until you first lead yourself. Are you a spiritual guy? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, God is God is love. You know, God is love. That's that's it. Well, the reason I'm asking, I'm listening to you, and first of all, I love I love listening to you, and I love what you're saying too. Uh, not just because love is love, but because I also enjoy a good speech, and I enjoy a good conversation, and I enjoy someone who's passionate. And I hear as you go through this, and you, your volume rises, the your cadence picks up, your the the a little bit of a sing song in there. So that's why I wanted to ask you if you were spiritual in terms of understanding that connection, because I hear a little bit of a little bit of preaching in there. It, when you connect to your soul, I mean, I, what I'm trying to do is save souls. And I'm trying to save souls through a socially constructed process, not motivation. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get you to understand how it works. And it always works with understanding who you are. See, that's deep. See, that's not about saying just do what you want to do, live your dreams and all that. And I know that you have that around the things you talk about in terms of create your vision and the, some of the other steps. But it's really about... I, I love this thing that you had on the check your ID because I, I really get back to that. If you don't know yourself, if you don't know what you want, who you are, and how you see your identity, then how can you step forward and represent yourself in any other fashion other than being authentic? And so so that leaves you open, and I think you wrote this, you leave it open to being a prison of labels and expectation the world puts on you. And so to me, what you're saying is, is extremely deep in terms of, that's why I love you when you said I save, I'm saving souls because that's deep. It's really getting inside the person and saying, you know, you got to know yourself before you can start to help others. And I think that's profound. Yeah. When you give your life over to the world, the world just treats you any old way. It disrespects you. It, it has you doing things that, you know, that you don't even know why you're doing them. It has you working in places that you don't want to work in. It has you making choices about your life that are wrong for you. It doesn't give you the opportunity to, to, you know, for self-expression. For you know, you don't even have your own voice. You don't even own yourself. You're kind of a slave to race and a slave to gender and a slave to religion and a slave to you know to whatever the people are talking about and a slave to technology now, where all you get is this information that is not relevant to you. It doesn't care anything about you. Yeah. When, one of the other steps you have is win by a decision. Can you talk about that, about making the right decision? 
step eight is win by decision. It took me a long time to realize that, oh, it's about the information. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is why education is so important. This is why they say knowledge is power and education is freedom. If you don't know the value of information and content, man, you're going to lose it. Because if I just take the content away from you, everything is content-based. So it's all about learning and organizing and segmenting and, and developing a, a process for how you're going to apply that information to your life on a daily basis. Oh, it's about continuous improvement. So you could be a better person today than you were yesterday based on information. Oh, oh you can free yourself based on reading a book. Oh, it's about reading. Oh, I get it. It's about writing down the information, putting it on a piece of paper so you can remember the information. Then you can apply that information to your business, apply that information to your organization, apply that information to the people that, to your team. Oh, I get it. It's applied information. So when you talk about, uh, uh, you know, when you talk about being able to understand the power of information and education, man, when I got that, it just freed me. I said, oh, it's about process. You mean I can now process. I am a thinking human being as opposed to just a ball player running around talking about, oh, yeah, I play basketball. Which is a big difference. Let me take another quick break and come back because I want to cover a couple more of these, and I think they're so critical. And then talk about how much success is just pure luck and how much we build ourselves. So, hey, tax season is here, and you're one of those people who overpays the taxes of the government. Sometimes that happens when you do pay your taxes. So don't keep giving your money away and roll in a tax course. We just talked about learning. And knowledge is power right here. Here it is. This is proof of it. Tax course at Liberty Tax Service. They'll teach you everything you need to know to prepare taxes so you won't pay a penny more than you owe. The course is free. Get that? It doesn't cost you a doggone cent. But you have to pay for your books. You might have to pay for some supplies like a pencil or a calculator. I don't know what they ask you to do there. But, you know, can I got to go do this thing. But you'll learn a skill that can pay dividends. And you'll learn more at LibertyTax.com. So get that done so you're not paying any more than you have to. What? So you got nine of these. And I want, I'll put a link on the, on the website so that people can go and see all nine. So we want to make sure that everybody picks that. And, of course, I'm going to do that to all of Stedman's books because they're so good. But is there one step that's more important than the other, or do you got to have all nine? Well, you first first of all, you have to have the first step. Yeah, I think that's that's critical. Yeah, I think that's critical. Yeah, that's that's critical. And then the second step is vision. So vision is your man. That's your that's your growth. Yeah. You know where there is no vision, the people perish. So leaders without a vision. And companies today without a vision, imagine you're not having a vision today to change from an eight track tape eight track tape to a you know to an iPod. Now, hey, you know? listen, a lot of people listening right now don't know what the heck you're talking about, eight track tape. I remember that. I in fact I still have one up in the cabin that we have because I still like to listen to those old eight track tapes of Charlie Pride. And you, 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 I don't know if you remember this, Stephen, but you listen to Charlie Pride and he'll say, Kiss an angel and then it clicks to the next track. Good morning. Oh, <laughs> if you <laughs> Charlie Pride. Oh man, you remember wow. those? Well, those are great songs back then. But anyway, sorry for all you millennials who are listening, and there's a lot of you listening. Uh, ask your grandparents what the heck we're talking about right now. There you go. But you think you should have a, a mind map or something like that? Do you, do you have to visualize it yourself as oh, well? Oh, 
My goodness, you got to see beyond where you are. Poverty is about not having a vision beyond your circumstances. So you're stuck in your circumstances doing the same thing over and over. You wake up in the morning, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you get something to eat, you get the kids off to school, you work all day, come home in the afternoon, you spend time with the family, you watch TV, you go to bed, maybe you dream that's Monday. And then you repeat the same process over and over every single day. So if you don't have a vision, you end up doing nothing. You got to have something bigger than your current circumstances. You already done that. Mm-hmm. Who can you become? Who can you be in the greatest country in the world? In America, where you now have access to technology and access to information and access to people and your ability to be able to brand yourself based on uh, this whole technological revolutionary process today, you know, which is the greatest opportunity, opportunity to be anybody that you want to be and do anything you want to do and reach anybody you want to reach. And you're not using that as a way to apply that technology and that information to your development so that you can be a better person today than you were yesterday based on an alignment, based on a focus, based on what you what you didn't do, but what you can do tomorrow. So the other ones that you would talk about, and I, I want you to I don't want to tell everybody what every step is in terms of going through each one, but because I want you to go and buy the book and listen, but develop your travel plan. Number four, master the rules of the road. Number five, step into the outer limits. Number six, pilot the seasons of change. Number seven, build your dream team. Number eight, we covered win by decision. And number nine, commit to your vision. And I love that you added with this one. It says with enthusiasm. Can you talk on that one a little bit? Well, everything's about energy. And so your energy will determine the people you're around, the, what you attract, whatever you put out comes back to you based on your energy. It's based on the transformation. I'll say this. We talked about love before, but the transformation, Jeff, is always love. Yeah. The transformation is being able to move from a follower to a leader based on what? Based on your attitude. You know, whatever you put out, you get back. If you put out negative, you're going to get back negative. If you put out positive, you're going to get back positive. That's just physics. I didn't, I didn't say that. That's physics. And Einstein said you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that caused it. So if you have a negative mindset, if you have negative energy, if you don't care, then nothing, nothing good is going to happen to you. Yeah, I got to point this out, Stephen, because this week I made some hard decisions and I made some changes in my team. And and some people looked at that. Oh, my gosh, what are you doing? But it immediately within day, within a day, uh, things started to change. And not to say that the per- the people that we've had around us are, are bad because they're wonderful people. I want to hang out with them. I want to be with them. But from the energy of the business. It changed overnight to the point where I, we weren't selling the way we were, and all of a sudden, money starts coming in. Just I literally overnight changing the energy. I call it changing the mood, and I think there's a lot to that. More than what we really truly understand in our own conscious minds, that that's underneath, you know, reverberating underneath everything we do. Jeff, we don't even understand the value of positive energy. We don't even realize that. We don't have no consciousness about that because we don't hear. We're working so much. All we do is work, work, work. So we're not thinking about how to organize our our organization. We're not thinking about where we're going to, you know, where we're going to, what's our vision going to be for the future. We're not thinking, where where are we going to be in five years? See, we're, we're always so busy doing nothing, 
You're not going anywhere because you haven't even started. You have you don't even know who you are. You have no identity. You have no foundation for growth and development. You have no plan. You have no team. You can't even attract the right people because you haven't even positioned yourself or your company or your organization to do the right thing because you don't have the proper instruction. You don't even have the information. So you're pretty much a slave to the world and will be for the rest of your life unless you what? Unless you have an intervention. Unless you pull yourself out of that average system that's average. And make the change. If you want to make a change, you have to do things that allow you to free yourself from the average world. That's it right there. Drink the Kool-Aid right now. Go out and drink this Kool-Aid because this is what works. What do you, you know, Stedman, I know you. I know some of your friends. You and I have had dinner together. We got a chance to get to know one another and, and hit it off really great. And it's always interesting to be surrounded by successful people. What What do you think are the common traits that you see with real successful people? What do they do differently than than the average guy or gal out there? The most common trait I see is that people have an identity they understand who they are and they're passionate about what they're doing so the passion drives them you know you, you know so you got to have a driver you got to be motivated you got to be you know want to get up in the morning you got to love your life the other thing is that they have to be positive because again you know whatever you put out comes back so you have to be attractive attractive is not just looking good on the outside attractive is looking good on the inside uh you got to be able to be organized so organization is a huge thing you got to be able to organize everything around yourself to empower yourself because leadership is about self-development it's about talent development it's about having the competitive edge it's about thinking differently it's about having a mindset for for growth it's about uh innovation and creativity it's about strength you know the law of the jungle says only the strong survive so every day you got to figure how do I become stronger, not weaker? So they look at the glass half full as opposed to half empty. And so leaders uh, are special. You know, they, they work on themselves. They develop themselves. They shape their own lives. They, they take control of their development. They're accountable. And so, and, and they also learn from failure. And, and you're going to fail. Once you move into a position of, of leadership, you're going to fall down. But what they do is they fall down. And they're not a failure because they fall down. They're a failure because they keep getting up. They get up. They get up. Because you are going to fail. Without question, I don't care how successful you are in life, you will fail. Look at Elon Musk, one of the most successful thing, people we see today. Well, he has rockets that blow up, rockets that don't land, fall over and bust. So that happens all the time, all the time. So I, let me ask you a question. When you see these successful people, I, I feel like I can spot them in rooms, right? I mean, you see them. Yeah, they stand out. I mean, they have a different energy. Yeah. Uh, and so... Energy is what attracts you to someone who else is successful because it's a, it's 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 it it just vibrates. It's a vibration. You can have low vibration, which is you know you're kind of dull. You can have the next level, which is you're dull and you're boring. Okay. You can have a negative attitude. Now you're really just I, I you know you walk in the room and and you look into somebody's eyes and say, well, man, I, I don't have to go home, but I got to get out of, get away from here, and and so you end up you know, are not attracting things that are relevant to your success. And so you know those kinds of people. You look at it, it takes you 
you know, three seconds to size somebody up. Yeah. So you get a chance. When you walk in that door, they look at you, and they can size you up in three seconds. Yep. And if they can size you up in three seconds, that says, you know what it says? It says, I have the chance to influence somebody in three seconds. Yeah. I get to walk in and be my best, and in three seconds, they look at me and say, oh, you're doing real well. I would really like to know you. And, you know, business and you know, is about relationships. You know, it's all relationships. You know, so you go attract those people based on what you think. You know, that's why that's why they say if you change your thinking, you'll change your life. Yeah. You were talking to a lot of teens. Are you optimistic about our future and the young crop of young people that are growing up today? I, I am feel so sad for so many of our young people. And, you know, they're so smart and they're so gifted and they're so hungry. But if you go out here and you're not a thinker and a self-directed learner and you don't know how to take information and education and make it relevant to who you are as a person and you don't know how to uh, develop a skill for yourself and you're all over the place and you're not focused in the 21st century, you're pretty much going to be irrelevant. And now you may be replaced by you know, artificial intelligence and robots and mechanical things that will do your job for you. And even though you are spent a lot of money in education and you think you're going to take over the world and all that, unless you understand how, unless you get the proper instruction, it's not going to, it's very difficult for you to happen unless you have an intervention, which is why I teach this content. Do you think that there, it's going to have to take an intervention? Do you think the people are going to wake up enough to see that, to understand you can control your destiny, you can control anything that you want to do if you go out and do these steps to take these like nine steps to success or, or you learn to check your ID, you learn to create your own vision, you learn to develop your own plan? If you, do you think that they can, they can see that and say, I can change it? I don't think people realize that this is the you generation. This is the you era. And so what you have to do is you have to focus on developing yourself because the educational system, even though we have a great system, is not relevant to your development, to your self-empowerment. So you need more education. You need additional information plus what you get in the educational system. So we're starting to kind of move into personalized learning a little bit. Uh, The educational system starting to do more career development and do more experiential learning and so all of those things are great and so but we haven't gotten there yet so you know you get a lot of young people that come out they don't know what to do they're pretty much lost and they're taking these majors that have nothing to do with who they're going to become in the, in the real world and they're already obsolete because the jobs that are created for the future you don't even know what they are yet you know i think back to my children who are now you know 31 30 and now i have two grandchildren a two-year-old and a brand-new baby, just not more than a couple of weeks. And I probably have more influence now on my grandchildren than I do my children. Now, I say that because I was gone a lot, meaning I was traveling, building the success, doing the things. And, they were, of course, my, my wife took care of a lot of things, was there all the time, was really the primary person, you know, more than I was. Even though I'm still a good dad and all those things, I'd like to pat myself on the back. But I probably have a greater impact on my grandchildren. What should I tell my son and my daughter and their, and their spouses and my, to, to do for my grandchildren? children right now to get them ready i would just focus on uh again figuring out what your natural abilities are what your purpose is 
So I would spend all of my time trying to figure out what is your purpose? You know, talking to them about purpose and talking to them about what do you love to do? Who do you want to be? What do you do well? What are your skills? What are your talents? And that question is applicable to all of us, regardless of who we are. It's to understand how we're going to lead ourselves based on what? Based on becoming an expert and an authority in our field. That's leadership. Based on being able to think about how to apply information and education to the, our purpose. Based on what are we going to spend our, our time on? I mean, if I'm going to work, what what is my job going to be meaningful? Am I going to do a good job at what I do? Am I going to be excellent in my performance? Can I improve this process? Can I get better? Uh, you know, what, what wakes me up in the morning? I can't wait to get up because I, I get to work on myself and work on my craft and work on my expertise. And I get to build life skills and leadership skills and organizational skills and, and self-discipline skills. And I get to be hungry. And I get to separate myself from everybody else who's what? Who's just average and who are pretty much don't know what to do, where to go, or how they're going to get there. Well, it's great advice and good stuff. And I tell you what, folks, 11 books. you got to find one or all that you're going to grade some great stuff. And we got to hear today talk about nine steps. Stephen, I'm going to have to have you back. But before I, I let you go, i got to ask one question because I wouldn't be the journalist I am, television host or radio host, if I don't ask you a question. It's a personal question, so uh, you don't have to answer it, but I'm going to give it to you. Because a lot of talk about what might happen after the Trump four years and the fact that somebody might might be running that you know. And I just want to know, because I tweeted this out. I said, I hope my friend Stedman Graham becomes the first man. Are you ready for that? Well, I don't think she is. I, I don't think Oprah, and, and I haven't talked, we haven't talked about her, but she is, she is, oh, boy, she would, she would do well uh, oh, at anything. Oh, man. God, she, but, it? I'm just saying, she, she, you know, she would do well at anything because yeah. number one, she's so focused, uh, she's detailed, uh, she has a great heart, she cares about humanity. Uh, you know, she can back her stuff up. You know, and and for her to be <laughs> able to come from where she's come from. Uh -huh. Uh, Kosciuszko, Mississippi, and all of the issues she's dealt with as a young person, and to be able to now be one of the most successful people uh, in the world uh, is a testament to her determination, to her perseverance, to, to her heart, to her soul, to her passion, and to who she is as a person. I mean, it doesn't really doesn't get any better. So she's she's been a great role model for me, and you know, I, I certainly wouldn't be where I am today without her influence. And uh, she's just incredible. And she epitomizes all the things that we're actually talking about, Jeff. Without a question, you know, I, my focus is I want to be about you and so forth. But we have to ask that question. And I'm serious about it, man. Wouldn't that be cool to, seriously, wouldn't it be cool to be the first man? Uh, I don't think that's our interest. I, 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 don't I, got, think, I got it, but come on. It's not, it's not something that... <laughs> You know, that she really would be serious about, uh, even though she could actually, uh, you know. We're going to need it. We're going to need it, Stedman. Uh, we're going we're gonna to need some positive stuff. We're going to need some positive stuff. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a political question, and, you know, she'd have to answer that herself or whether or not she's serious about that. But like I said, I, I'll answer it this way. You know, anything, everything she does, she does it the best of her ability. 
and she falls sometimes, but she gets back up and she works hard and she does all the things that um, that help make this country great. That sounds like the American way. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Stedman. Thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate the opportunity. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about the things I learned. I had a great conversation. Stedman and I got to know each other over dinner one night uh, with hanging out with a professional basketball player one night and I said hey you got to come on the show and we started to really get to know each other and I enjoyed the conversation today I tell you what I learned to serve others you got to serve yourself first man that's that says something you got to have that identity you got to know who you are and I get that a lot people come up to me all the time and say man you know who you are well who am I supposed to be so it's getting that and stop listening to all those other voices because the other people are putting tags and, and labels on you that you don't want. Be you. Get that down. Figure it out. And then stick with it and then learn and grow. And I thought that was great. The other one I love, I love, I love energy, man. Energy. I want to create this little meter that can go around reading positive energy. But you can see it with your eyes and you can hear it with your ears. You know when you see it and you know when you hear it. Positive energy does so many great things. Changes your business, changes your outlook, changes your marriage, changes your relationships, changes your children, and changes your life. That's what you want to learn, and we learned it right here on All Business. Don't forget, do a little bit of positive energy for me and tell people about All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thanks for listening. Welcome to C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.